Hi there, my name is Eli, and you're listening to the Youth of the Nation podcast, hosted by my big bro, Nate Burdeen, where he speaks about the now generation, Jesus, and everything in between. Enjoy the show, and thanks for watching. Anthony Davis to the Lakers. I need you to hear this. Anthony Davis to the Lakers. Youth of the Nation podcast listeners, my fellow subscribers, whoever's listening, I just want you to know that the year of 2019-2020 is the year of Nate's favor. The Lord has shown how much he loves me this year. He's a, he, show, he showed it on the cross, but you better believe that he showed me as well this year. The Lord is working. He's working. The enemy's trying to work, but the Lord, I promise you, the Lord is working more and harder and faster than anybody else. Because A.D., going to the lakers i don't want to hear nothing i don't want to hear championships i don't want to hear super teams i don't want to hear nothing just know that next year i'm gonna be the most annoying laker fan you've ever seen let's go my lakers gonna be good again they gonna be good again come on hey guys welcome back to the youth of the nation podcast i had recorded uh, an intro to this episode um, and then I realized that when I put it out, for some reason it hasn't been working. Uh, I really gotta get this whole anchor situation down. So this episode's going out, um, but I thank you guys so much for checking it out. Um, and today's topic is gonna be fairly simple. I'm just gonna talk about the idea of truly being parents to the community and people and kids' lives that we are in. Um, and uh, a story that I have of a student in my life and obviously I'm not sharing names but just a student I have in my life and uh, the, the relationship that we have and uh, the relationship that I have with a lot of people um, and how we aren't just youth pastors to these kids um, but we are the brothers the sisters the fathers the mothers uh, to these students so uh, guys check out this ad for your boy and let's get right into the episode oh yeah my bad 80 to the Lakers Lash. Go. Lead well, young leader. Man, I think if there's just something so crucial and so beneficial to the idea that we get to be a father to the fatherless, a mother to the motherless, brothers to the brotherless, and sisters to the sisterless. Um, and in my work of youth ministry and, and being in ministry, I've found that I once thought that all that my role and that the role to for pastors in my life was they were just spiritual directors into my life and they helped me 
get my life together and just fix the things that I needed to do. But what I soon realized is that that's not true. And like straight up, like the people, the spiritual leaders I have in my life were parents, were brothers and sisters uh, to me when sometimes I was lacking in those. And this comes out uh, on Father's Day weekend, which uh, for me personally um, is a hard weekend. Um, I was having a conversation with my little homie, uh, little bro, and we just talked about why it's a hard day for me. And it was really cool to have that conversation with him. But uh, I know that for some of us, we have these holidays that we just can't celebrate. Um, for some, it's Mother's Day. Uh, for some, it's Father's Day. For some, it's whatever, you know, whatever holiday it is, a birthday. Um, so we just, it's not, we're, it's not the same as everybody else's celebration of a holiday. And that's okay. Like, that's totally okay. And so uh, I've been walking through this past year of, uh, getting my emotional intelligence EQ up and also just talking about my story uh, and what the Lord has been doing in my life and how he has been working in my life. And I think something that's so impactful and so crucial to my to our understanding, right, our understanding uh, of how can we be a father to the fatherless and mother to the motherless is we look at the, the position that Jesus took. I want this to be known. All right, because when we think about children, as I think about kids, um, we're born into this earth not knowing how to do a lick of anything. Right? We just know how to lie, steal, like, but we also don't even know how to do that. We're just blobs of human. And we're born to this earth, and we are told to trust these people who we have no idea how what trust means, but we do. Uh, and we And we learn to trust by body contact and scent and so many different things that are just so cool and i'm like how could you think these things are accidental and and, and god works and god does amazing and great things um through birth and through parents and through all of those things but what i found is as i look at me as a child and look at when we're born we again have no concept of what trust is we have no concept of what parents are we really have no concept of what brothers and sisters are but we learn those things over time. We learn those things over time. And I like at the father and I like at the position, right? Like the position that parents take when a child is born is not a position. Most it should be is not a position of you need to serve me, get it together. We're going to you're going to work for me for the rest of my life. No, like what I'm seeing is that the position that we that is taken uh, should be taken is a position that I'm going to serve uh, and I'm going to teach you as I walk to Jesus, I'm going to help you walk to Jesus. Now, one day you're able to share and walk and help bring others to the name of Jesus. Um, it's speaking in the believer's context. Now, if you're a person who's like, hey, I'm not a believer, but I'm checking out the, po the podcast, super dope. That's okay. Um, but also like, right, we trust and we have brothers and sisters and we're just born into this and and parents are kind of forced to take a position of sacrifice very quickly. Uh, I've always heard is if you think things are going to be the same after you get married or after you have kids, uh, you're fooling yourself because things change and things change quickly. Sometimes things change for the better. Sometimes things change for the worse. But God always, always changes things 
uh, for our good, even when we don't think it's good. Uh, back to what I was saying. Um, we're born into this life, right? And, and we're served. And we, if you go through the Bible, right, you can see that the Pharisees and the religious leaders, who were basically your pastors, were expecting this kingly, this preachers and sneakers, oh, sorry, uh, this rich, uh, this empirical, this dicta you know, dic dictatorship, kind of, this, this idea of a king. And Jesus didn't come in any of those ways. He came first in the dark was born in a manger, which is gross, disgusting, part of her cave. He was cared for by a teenage mom. And, and I just think that's amazing that we, that we don't see that God worked through ugly things for Jesus. For the, 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 the story of the gospel comes through brokenness. This idea that the story of the gospel comes through perfection it's comes it, it's brought to by God who is perfection, but through the lens that we see it through, by the story that we see it through, we can only see it from broken people because it's broken people teaching broken people and broken people. It's wild. See if we look I've heard this is the scandal of grace, right? And some people are like, hey, a scandal's not a good word to use. I'm saying, how about we look at it like this? Man, it is a dirty story. If you go through the bloodline of Jesus, Dave, what David did, uh, you, you go through what David did, you go through uh, the women in the Bible who were prostitutes and weren't treated like how women should be treated and the men and again, a lot of dumb men in that line and you see, how did Jesus, how was Jesus made through this? Well, it's, it's what God does. It's what God does. See, Jesus did come as a king, but not as the king that we thought. They expected him to be the king of whatever empire they wanted. God said, no, I'm the king of all y'all. You know, who who rules me? Who, who, who tells you to do this? He says, well, I am. I am who I say I am. And he comes to serve and, and he takes this place of servanthood. And the thing about servanthood is what I've noticed is as I serve people, I have to put on a bunch of different hats. To the young woman uh, that I serve with, um, I put on older brother roles. Uh, they know um, that I love them uh, and that they have women leaders who love them. Um, but I'm my goal uh, for the young ladies in my ministry is uh, hopefully uh, to protect. Um, not that I, this is this is hyper masculine toxic masculinity thing, but um, to help teach them a model of uh, a godly man and raise godly men around them so they say, wow, there is such thing as godly men. You know what I'm saying? And so I think, and then for the men as well, protect their hearts. And, you know, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay to embrace your spiritual side. That It's okay to do those things. And I believe that's my duty right now. And, and some of that is my hat. Uh, so I'm a father to some. I got a text from a couple of guys that said, happy Father's Day, Dad. I'm 20, 21 soon. And uh, I just, it's so interesting to me how I feel like I discount or discredit myself, but the Lord has me put on hats of a brother, hats of a father. 
And the Lord is hopefully wanting you to put on these hats of a mother, father, son, whatever it is, whatever hat you need to put on. He's having you put on these hats with some who say, we say, Lord, no, I don't want that right now. Someone else can do it. I don't know if it's for me. It's uncomfortable, but I'm telling you, becoming a suffering servant, serving out of, hey, I'm just here to serve people and love on people is great. And it's humbling. And it's what Jesus did. If, if you go through all the words, if you go through his story, there's more words that point to oppression. There's more words that point to um, a servanthood. There's more points words that point to suffering than that point to this whole he is holy but to this worldly idea of a king he's a king but not the way that the world looks at a king if jesus would come today they said hey there's a new king of this place they'd be confused because they'd say but this isn't the guy we expected this isn't the guy we wanted this isn't the guy we prayed for this isn't the guy we asked for this isn't the guy we were promised for but little did they know that that's exactly who god was going to send and needed to send for us on our behalf for our sins but also to be shown the model of serving people i'm gonna share a quick story I was in Oregon, Portland, Oregon with this, uh, with their, so the church I work for, Life Center, they have a school connected called Life Christian, and uh, I was with uh, a, a great class of theirs, and we went to Bridgetown, which is um, this homeless ministry, and they serve the homeless every single Thursday, um, and I got to be a part of that, and it was so much fun. I've done it before, um, and the last time I did it, I was hospitality, so just talking to people, chatting, and this time when I did it, I was feet washing. Um, and some of these feet, like they, they, they were, you know, they were tough, but you know what I noticed? I was so emotional after because of this, there was people who lacked in need lacked and they needed so much, but they wanted to hear my story. What? I, I was told time and time again of how the Lord serves Instead of as a king. Because the gospel to them. Is a gospel that gives a home to the homeless. I've heard that before. There's dudes who are living on the street. And they say I'm going to trust the Lord. To give me a home. Wow. Wow. But anyway. I'm, I'm washing feet. What I'm realizing is that. I'm not washing feet. Just because. They need their feet cleaned. I'm also washing feet. Because it's the position that the lord took as he's going to do the greatest thing ever for humanity he does it in humility and washes the feet of his disciples and shows us how to love our brothers and our sisters and our mothers and our fathers it shows us the right idea of serving and loving the people that are around us jesus is the suffering servant and always takes the position he needs to be so that he can be alive to us. So often we want to fit him in these boxes, but yo, God is bigger than what you think. God is more than what you've studied. 
God will always be more than what you know. There's so much more to learn about God. So I don't care how many degrees you have and how many theology degrees you have. I don't care. Sorry, I don't. What I care is, hey, are you taking the position of a suffering servant to show your community the gospel of Jesus Christ? For real, for real. Youth of the Nation podcast. Hey, youth of the nation. Let's reach the youths of the nation with the gospel through our suffering servant, being a brother to those who need brothers, being a sister uh, to those who need sisters, being a father to those who need fathers, being a mother to those who need mothers. Someone said, hey, dad's raised your hand. I've raised my hand. He said, oh, yeah, he has like 10 kids and uh, all my dudes. I love you, each and every single one of them, like sons and also you little bros. Be what your youth ministry needs. Because youth ministries, the times are gone when they need the cool gene uh, pastor, uh, the hair up, the glasses. They need people who are going to be there for them in their communities with them, struggling with them, with, alongside with them. Not struggling with them, but even if you are or not, walking through it with them. Instead of saying, hey, I get it, let's, uh, let's just talk about Jesus. How about, hey, I get it, let's sit down, let's pray, let's lament, and then let's go carry forward and celebrate the, the, the things that the Lord is doing. Being a father, being a mother, being a son, being a daughter, being a brother, being a sister, being all of these things. May we be these things as the Lord has been to us. Thanks. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the podcast. Um, this next couple weeks are going to be crazy. I just want to let you know what my schedule's like. And so this Friday an episode will come out. Um, and then from there on out, I'm recording all my episodes um, June this next week. And so a lot of the episodes aren't going to be dated, but they're going to be on different topics, different discussions. And then I will be at camp. So those episodes will come out automatically and then I will not be... Uh, I'll be reachable and I'll be on like social media and stuff, but I will not be um, totally all in because uh, I'll be editing editing episodes before like all this week and getting them out and just getting them scheduled for literally up until August. Um, and then we'll kind of get back in the swing of how I love to do things. But thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, you guys are the best and I appreciate you. Your support means so much. Every view, every share means the world to me. And like I said, uh, whether one or a hundred, we're going to keep this podcast going until I see that everyone's like, yeah, now nah, we good. Um, but I haven't seen it yet. And uh, I appreciate the people who are listening. So share this podcast, share it with someone, share a quote that you liked. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace.